I want to go back to uh, Seda. Maybe we'll make this the last year and make it a Seda Lederach. But uh, the, uh, the, the, the two shiles that people have been hocking on are, I think, the two big shiles in Seda. Uh, one is the, uh, the bees in the sukkah and the, uh, you know, the constancy of the concerns of being stung or just going crazy and the women screaming and yelling and the, you know, all the, that. And are you allowed to trap the bees? Are you allowed to put them on a cup on top of them? Are you allowed to, uh, to put on a bee trap, etc.? And the second one, which is, you know, at first blush, only related because it's in Malachas Tate, we'll see in a moment, is much more related, uh, is the question of pets on Shabbos. And uh, it's a very standard Shiloh in terms of, you know, pet rabbits and guinea pigs and putting them in their cages if they're out, or your pet birds and putting them in their cages, or, as we said last time, just closing the door, or, your, you know, your dog runs out the door. So is that, okay, you know, Cecil Michelle must be nice knowing you. But I guess we'll get, you know, be like, they'll tell legends one day. They'll tell legends of people who lost their job every year of Shabbos and, you know, came back. So tell legends of people who lost their dog every Shabbos. But, you know, despite that, what can you do? You know, no one will say Schwartz is on a pet owner. <laughs> For those who are in the know. So, Shail is, is, is there a heter in either of these two cases? And if so, what are the parameters of said heter? So, Actually, they both tie in to a very simple but very important yisod, very, very beginning of the Gemara in Masech Shabbos, Shmuel's famous statement, right? Amr Shmuel, Tav Gimel Menalaf, Kol Pturi de Shabbos, Potter of Alasser, Barman, he clasped the Potter of Mutter. You call Godel and Shabbos, which is its own parak, right? But Klal Godel and Shabbos is that the word Potter always means Potter of Alasser. Right? In, in Hilcho Shabbos, there's very clear delineation between Chayev, which means Chayev Chatos, Mlacho Deoraisa, Potter, Potter Avalaser, it's also Midirabanon, and then Mutter means it's allowed. There are three times where the word Potter is used, and the word Potter means Mutter. Right? Kolpter, the Shabbos, Potter Avalaser, Bami Hanitlas, of course, this rule, like every other rule, is going to have its exceptions, but there are three times the word Potter is Mutter. Tzedus Tzvi, Tzedos Nachash, Umapis Morsa. So Tzedos Tzvi, Tzedos Nachash, and Mapis Morsa. So Mapis Morsa is not our issue. Tsara de Gufa, and whatever the Mapis Morsa is, is it, you know, that's the, the Ksuvos Sugya. But our issue is two out of the three are Tzeda. One is Tzedos Tzvi, and one is Tzedos Nachash. The Pashtos of the Gemara is that Tzedos Tzvi refers to the idea that if one person sits down and is Mimale the Pesach, and he traps the deer inside, the next guy comes and sits down, and he continues to block the Pesach, who's already blocked, and the first guy gets up and walks away, so the second guy is Potter. Potter is not just Potter, but Potter Umuta, because when he sat down, the deer was trapped. When the other guy gets up, he's not doing a massive trapping the deer, and therefore it is not an act of Tzedah. Okay? That's the simple shot in that particular uh, statement of Shmuel. The second part, which is Tzedas Nochash, is the fact that a Nochash is Mazik, and if it's a Mazik, so then if it's a Hezek Haguf, the Allah is that you're allowed to be sod the animal to prevent the Hezek Haguf, right? And that is the Gemara here in Shmoneh Shvatzim, right? Um, 
says the Gemara, to have Kuf Zayin with Beis. Hatzon Nachash B'Shab Mitzazim B'Shol Eshin Apotar in Mefru Achayev. So if you trap a snake on Shabbos, in misasek if you're misasek with it, it shouldn't bite you. I mean, you don't want the, the snake for itself. Potter, uh, then you're potter. Im chayev. So if it's refuah, you're chayev. Now the Gemara here says man It's Rishimun's pshita and the Chiddush of the Gemara and Shabbos Daf Gimel Shmuel is that unlike every other Malach Hashem Tzrich Legufa Pater Aval Aser, but here because of the Hezek of the Nachash, so it's Pater Mother. Okay, simple, straightforward. As we mentioned last time, the mystery is the Rambam, because the Rambam paskins like every Yehuda Malach Hashem Tzrich Legufa Chayev. Rambam also paskins that if you're Tzad Anachash Loisi Kenu, then it's actually Mother. Right? That it's mutter. So how do you resolve that? Ramam, so last time we mentioned the Ave Nazar's understanding that since this malacha is different in kind because it is a, a malacha grua, in that it doesn't change the item itself, and there's nothing in changing in the snake or the item of the trap. So therefore the machshava is not just a side point, but it's an integral part of the malacha. So unlike other malachos, where the machshava in the Rambam Shita is really ancillary, and the machshavas tzorach gufa or not tzorach gufa is not relevant, but here, the machshava is what makes it a malach itself. And the Amenezer compared this in, in some ways to malachas zora, right? That it's a malachas machshavas, the machshava is going to make or break the malach. Fine. So, tzedos nachash, therefore, is potter, and not just potter, but it is mutter. And that's the psak halacha, the shulchan here in Shin Tezayim, right? Pretty straightforward psak halacha, the shulchan that uh, if you have a uh, snake that is possibly going to be dangerous, even if it's not chasing you, right? So you're a potter. If you want it for a fuwa, Chinese medicine somehow, this snake is going to heal, whatever it's going to heal. So then, chayef. If it shouldn't bite you. So in that case, it is mutter, Right? So Mishnibura points out here, which is a double poshut, it's not even in, not only in places when the Khoshim are Gilamis, even Mogh Bashem Khoshim Lamis, Vain Rats in Akharov, Elomdimkoman, right? So you can't go kill them, because they're not chasing you, and they're not normally deadly here. But nevertheless, since it's a tseda that you don't want them, Shainitsuhulagufa, so therefore you are allowed to be tsod them even though it's not Rats Akharov, and even though it's not deadly. Okay? Shiloh becomes, where, where do uh, bees and the like fit in, or wasps and the like fit in? So you have to be done two pieces here. One is, are bees or wasps considered bimino nitzot? Right? Is that something that's mino nitzot? Because Gemara is mechalic between mino nitzot versus ain bimino nitzot. And if you have a, that which is bimino nitzot. So the halacha dictates that trapping it would be a malacha del rice. If it's a bimino nitzot, so the fact is that you still not to trap it, but it's only midirabbon. So the, uh, the base Yosef actually is of the opinion that dvorim, bees, because they're used for their honey, are called bimino nitzot, that they are considered something which is normally trapped. But most of the achronim disagree with the base Yosef and say no. That these are not bimino nitzot. It's fascinating. Abnei Nezer, he offers an interesting svarah. 
He says the far is that beekeepers need to let the bees roam somewhat free in order buzzing bees. Back, I, I arranged for background noise for each one of these things. Wait till we get to the charging bulls, right? <laughs> but the, uh, uh, the, the, the beekeepers let the bees run free because they have to go and pollinate and get the pollen, etc. So we don't really want them to be trapped, but they want them to be able to fly around somewhat free. Therefore, it's not called bimino mitzo. Okay? Um, Shulchan Aruch here brings down in siftas. Nechora, wasps and parashim and the like are not being used. Parashinikro bargut beloshin arav. So I don't speak so much Arabic, but um, the, this gnat that's called a pargut in arav, also lezoto, So you can't trap it unless it's on your skin and it is um, stinging you and you're not allowed to kill it. Okay? So. The Mishnah point out, here you've got right? Number one, it's right? And number two, it's to prevent Hezek. But still, he says, also Midirabanon. Right? You're not allowed to trap it, right? Because the Tsara da Okay, so the Shochanarch here is Mikhalik basically in in three I would say four categories, really, of things that you trap, right? There's that which is bimino nitzot, and you're trapping it for its for tzarek gufo, chayev, right? There's that which is bimino nitzot, and you're trapping it because you want to prevent a hezek kol haguf, or possible death. That is potter, and that's motor. There's an ein bimino nitzot, and you are trapping it because you want the item. That's also me the Rabbanon. There's Eimbimino Nitzod, and it is painful, but not harmful, right? In other words, there'll be pain involved, so you'll get stung, and stinging hurts, but it's not going to kill you, assuming you're not allergic, right? And it's not going to require any major treatment. It's going to require going out, and, you know, and, and, and done. If you're not allergic to bee sting, so they, they sting, quite frankly, they sting. And they don't really need much of anything else. In fact, a um, little uh, tip I learned from a physician a number of years ago, if you get stung by a bee or bitten by a bug, put meat tenderizer on it. Meat tenderizer is meant to break down proteins. And it's the proteins in the uh, sting that cause the inflammation. So keep a little unflavored meat tenderizer on hand. Damaging to put that in open wounds? Well, it's not really open wounds. It's usually just a very little little spot. But no, it's not. You know, you're not going to break down with the. Uh, <laughs> you will not turn to mush with that kind of a uh, protein breakdown. But it will help to alleviate the uh, the pain. If you're allergic, it's not going to help you. If you're allergic, you know, seek medical assistance immediately. Please hang up and call nine one one. Right? If you're allergic. But if you're not allergic. That can help prevent the, the inflammation and the swelling and the discomfort. But it's discomfort. So how, how do you know, I mean, it's possible, a parish, I'm saying, if you're in transit, let's say it's a flea, right? You know, uh, bites from, from these, from this, certain insects, their bite is uncomfortable, but it barely hurts. I'm saying, 
maybe a B. Maybe, yeah, it's so really, maybe it's really painful that's called hesitant. It could be. I'll get to that in a moment because it could be that in a chanami. In other words, where do you put the bees in? So the, the vast majority of the modern posts can put the bees in this category. That they're not... The, the, the category distinction lies between that which is mamis or that which it can kill, right? Or dorso lefitumo. And that which is not mamis but is mavzik to the point that it's a holy kol aguf that you need treatment for. But if it's not a holy kol aguf that you would need treatment for, so even though it might be very painful, that would not give a head there to trap it unless it's okto or darn near okso. In other words, unless you're actually being stung by it or it's on you, it's on your clothing, it's about to sting you. Now, that's a, a very narrow head there for trapping bees, meaning if that's the only head there for trapping bees, so that I'm kind of stuck with regard to the trapping the bees on, on Shabbos or Yom Tov because it's rare that you're going to be stung or about to be stung by a bee. And at that point, you'll be able to pull out the old plastic cup, trap it underneath and, you know, save the day. Usually then, it's too late. Too late for the cavalry to come riding in and save you from the sting. However, there are two pieces here that are important in the Sleshman. It's interesting, Machlokes, uh, that's brought down Rav Nisan Karelitz and Rav Yashiv are quoted one way, and the Shemir Shabbos Kilchalsa cites the Shlomo Zaman the other way. And that is the following. What about if the bee would sting you? First of all, that's a double portion. If there's somebody allergic to the bee in, you know, in the area, so then double portion, you're allowed to trap the bee. Allergic to the bee, that bee is deadly, and you're allowed to trap it, even allowed to kill it, because then the, you're talking about a life-threatening issue. It's no worse than any other animal that is no sheikh and is deadly. Okay, but if you have a, uh, a bee and it's causing a real ruckus, meaning people are terrified of the bee, right? Or people are, have a very low threshold for pain and actually they would be not just uncomfortable, but they would be screaming, you know. So you get a bee in the sukkah, right? So many Yisraels get bees in the sukkah, especially around here. And Minig Yisrael, or Minig Yisraelis, rather, is to shriek when bees get in the sukkah, right? So it, it, create, it can create mamish havoc. The, the damage that one person can cause because a, you know, a little bee is buzzing around the sukkah is 10,000 times worse than the damage the bee can cause. I've seen people spill scolding scoop on other people because they're worried about the stupid bee or even, you know, the, the, a, a, a flea, right? It's, it's crazy what, what could happen. But so... The, uh, the Shemir Shabbos Chos of Shlomozam, and Shlomozam basically says that the only tsar that we allow you to trap the bee for is a tsar of Akitsa. If you're going to get stung by it, or you're getting stung by it, you could trap it. If not, not. And so there is no allowance if there is a stronger tsar. Rav Yashiv and Rav Nisan Karelitz are both cited as having offered a very interesting psak halacha in two parts. They, they offered that, let's say you're trying to sleep. There's a fly buzzing around. Flies buzzing around like crazy. You're trying to sleep and this fly is just buzzing, buzzing, buzzing around your head. So they both felt that you're allowed to trap the fly. It's not the Minonitsu. And there, there's a tsar. Right? There's a tsar that you can't sleep. The Shaila is, is that tsar enough of a head there? There's a tosis and machalic in Shabbos and in Ksuvos between a tsar and gufa versus it's tzar the nefesh, right? If you have physical pain, mapis morsa, okay, good, we can get the third one in there also, right? Tosas mapis morsa on Shabbos allowed because of tzara de gufa. It's a physical pain. If it's not a physical pain, so they're not allowed. That's not going to be enough to, to allow it. Shaila is here when you have an ein bimino nitsu, 
and you're trapping it shelo litzarach gufo, so it's a tired day derabanan, machashen tzuchah gufo, and it's not b'minon yitzur, and there's a tsar if it's not a tsar the gufo per se, but it's a tsar the nefesh, either a tsar you can't sleep, or a tsar that you know, stop people are going crazy, it's it's driving people nuts, so then sometimes I feel like you shouldn't trap the bee, you should trap the the sister, right? <laughs> Trap her, take her inside, and then you know you're fine. But okay, whatever, whatever it happens to be. So there would be room to say that it would be mutter to trap the bee in order to prevent that level of tsar as well, right? It, it's it's not clear cut, and I would say that if one can avoid it, meaning if you know people can go inside, if they're not. You know, if they're not chayv and sukkah, or even if they are, if it's mitzdar, or if there's other options. But if there isn't an easy other option to do, and it really is causing a major disruption, then I would hear that one is allowed to trap the bee for that, again, the combination of the tsara dinefesh, right, and the fact that it's a mochashetuluf, and the fact that it's not bebino nisud. Especially when we say bee here, 99% of the time we're talking about wasps, not bees. These are not, wasps certainly not Bimino Nitzo, the bees are Bimino Nitzo, the wasps are not, even according to the Beis Yosef, and therefore one will be allowed to do so. The other piece of that puzzle, which I think is an important one, is what about not physically trapping the bee, but someone asked me this, it goes back probably 25 years ago, someone asked me this, Shiloh, that he, had, he bought one of these bee traps at Tuvia's on Erev Sukkos, you know, the kind where you put the orange juice in the bottom and the meat, the protein inside the little tubes, and it's, you know, it's, it looks like a big, big uh, plastic pickle jar. And you, and, you, know, you hang it up, and uh, they still sell them. Yeah? yeah? Still sell them. I haven't, haven't looked for one in years. So, uh, he said, if you got to put it out before Shabbat, before Yom Tov, he put it out on Yom Tov. He put it out on Yom Tov. So, that's already a, a lesser Shiloh for a lot of reasons. Uh, the, the most plausible there is the following. Again, the, the, we mentioned this Mogan Avram last time. Mogan Avram brings down the following, it's actually brought down in Shulchan Aruch. If I set out a trap for its Tosos and Shabbos, if I set out a trap to trap an animal, so if it traps immediately, Chazanish means the trap is still in your hand, and it traps the animal immediately, that's a Melacha del Raisa. But if I set out a trap to trap an animal, and the animal comes in later, that's not del Raisa. If I set out the trap and the animal comes in later, that's Dirabar. Okay, good. However, Shulchan Aruch says to also to do, meaning I can't set out a trap now when there's no animal here to trap because we're worried that you may end up setting it out and having the animal go in right away and being over in Malacha del Raisa. Mogad Avram there brings down, which creates a whole hullabaloo in the poskim. From there, it's also to set out a mouse trap. You can't set out a mouse trap on Shabbos. The reason why I create a hullabaloo is because are mice considered minonitzot or not? Would you consider mice and rats be minonitzot? Right? For those who were here last year, right? So we can talk about Achbra the Daba versus Achbra the Maso, right? Which one is no St. Tom Lifgamus and no St. Tom Lishvach? So in certain communities, yeah, mice and rats are, you know, hey, what's on the menu? What's, uh, what's school lunch today, right? But uh, most places, it's not. So Shaila is if the Mogan Avram means to say that he believes that the Akhbara is considered Pimino Nitzod, 
and that the reason that he's saying you can't tra trap it is because if you put out the trap, you may trap it directly. If you trap it directly, then you'll be over a deal raisa. But if you have that which is not Bamino Nito, so then what's the Xerah? There is don't put it out to trap it later because you might end up, if you do, right, you might end up trapping it directly. But if you do, so it's not Bamino Nito, it's not Del Raisa. Which is the Pashtus of the, of the Psach Halacha, meaning the Pashtus that the, the Chayotim wants to bring down, that they can use, even though it's not very palatable, they might use the skins of mice and rats for various things, and therefore it's considered Bimino Nitzod, and therefore the Mogad Avram is worried about that. But if it's not Bimino Nitzod, so then putting out a trap in advance to trap it, so then it's Xera Xera, right? Your Xera is, don't put out a trap now, because you may end up putting out a trap and getting it right away. And if you do, you're over the derisa. But if it's a ain't be no need so, then you're not. Add into that when it comes to these particular traps for bees or wasps or the like, that the whole purpose of the trap, again, is not because you want the bee, you want the wasp, you want to get rid of it. So it's there, even if I were to, you know, if I were to put out the trap right now, and let's assume, for argument's sake, that I would consider the bee bimino nitzo. And right as I put it out, I'm holding the trap in my hand, and the bee walk, goes right into the trap, and right into the orange juice, it does a swan dive straight in and drowns right there. Right? So, I'm not chayef. Right? I'm not chayef. Because even though I held the trap, even though the bee went straight in, why am I not chayef? Because my whole kavana in putting out the trap was not because I want the bee. It was to be mavriach dazek. So my whole kavon is like it's not a deal rice. So when I'm putting out the bee trap, which is not to catch the bees right away, it's in advance. And even if I did catch the bees right away, it wouldn't be deal rice because number one, it's not bebido nito. And number two is that I'm not doing so in order to trap because I want the bees. I'm doing so to be a Vriachtahesek, then that should be no problem to put it out in advance, to put it out when, you know, over the course of uh, Yomtev, so you can do the fact, so. The fact that you can buy these bee traps anywhere shows that Bismarazet is the Mino Nitzah? Oh, not at all. If I care, it shows you Bismarazet, we don't like to be bothered by these things. And so the post can bring down similar flypaper. You put up flypaper and they get stuck to the paper, which is vile, disgusting, but you know, <laughs> to each his own. So you put up, uh, everybody everybody's at one time stayed in the dorm room or a uh, or a camp bunk with flypaper on it, right? So you put up flypaper, they get stuck to it. So again, the same same part. It's not bimino nitso. If I care, it's bimino. You don't want it, and therefore it's not a problem. If I remember correctly, uh, I, I remember who asked me the question, um, and uh, I told him it's okay. I believe he asked the Rashiva the question afterwards and got the same psakalacha that it's okay to put it out on Yom. If I remember correctly, that is the case. I I could try to ask him, but I don't think he'll remember having asked the question. Rashiva probably would. But probably easier to catch the other guy. So, you know, Rashiva is definitely not Pamino Nitzod. <laughs> hard to hard to trap him. But yeah, okay. The other Shiloh, which is um, really no Gaya. So I'm saying, I'm this Shiloh. Are we saying that Malacha Chenetzir Lagufa? The threshold of Tsar is that a, a sting of a bee. Normally, Malacha Chenetzir Lagufa, we pass his Mutter Malacha Tsar. Correct. So, so, so it means that... But this is not tsar, this is anticipated tsar. Uh -huh. Right? In other words, the mokum tsar is, yes, you're being stung. Or you're on the cusp of being stung, that's mokum tsar. Right? This is, 
This is very close to Mokum, but it's not Mokum Tzar. So the Shaila is if you're so panicked over the Tzar, right? Either you've never been stung and you, you know, have no idea what it's like, or you've been stung and you have an idea what it's like. So then there might be a, a, a head there in there that's called the Mokum Tzar. The Shaila, that's good for the, the Machlokas being Rishlom Zaman on the one hand, or Eliashiv, Ermis, and Karelts on the other hand, which is do we say that that kind of a Tsar, if it's not a Tsar, the Gufa, is included in the Tsar? Why is it different than a mouse trap? Why is it different than a mouse trap? Because because we might use the mice. That's a little sorry to say it. Because you might use them. Correct. Medicines. Correct. Even though nobody so that, ever heard that, of uses them. So again, if you understand the Mogen Avram to be to be that it is Bimino that would be the difference. Which is the way the Chayyadim understands it, and it's very hard to to understand otherwise. He's asking for that change nowadays. Yeah, it could change. So nowadays, everyone... So there are, there are posts you want to argue with today, mousetraps are okay. But nobody, or at least depending on where you live, that in, in our area, mousetraps would be okay, Batsim, because of the fact that nobody today holds on to, uh, to mice and traps them for they need them. The, the new Shemir Shabbos Kilchasa does bring down from Shem um that, that, um, that wasps, that's something that has a neshicha, like ketzes, that's called tzar. I don't know. Tsar beforehand? Yeah. Or Tsar? Right, yeah. Something that could give you that. Meaning, no, not Legabe. Legabe, this, um, that it would be like Begeder Anachash. That a wasp would be, would be Begeder Anachash. A wasp would be Begeder Anachash? Really? Okay. Yeah, I don't know if the mate could be the older doesn't have that. That's interesting. Usually that goes in the opposite direction. Usually from old to new, it goes Akula to Chumra, not Chumra to Kula. So that, that's a little bit uh, suspicious. I don't know. Could be. Okay, next Shiloh, which is, you know, again, seems to be a slam dunk, very easy Shiloh to Paskin, Mishnah and Dav Kuv right? Mishnah, beginning of Shrona Shratzim, Chaya v'ov shebrishu so hatzodan potter, v'achol b'hen chayev, so chayev ov shebrishu so, if you have a chaya and ov that's in your domain, meaning domesticated animals, so tzodan, potter, if you trap them, you're potter. So, okay, we know the rule, potter, I will also Finished. Easy shear. Trapping your domestic animals is Isidurabon. Not a deal raisa because they're chos of the kluvan. They'll come back at night and they basically are anchored to your place. But still, there is a problem of tzedah. However, the Beis Yosef understands this Mishnah very different. The Beis Yosef, in Beis Yosef, here in Shulchan Aruch, in Shintazai, in Sifri Beis, brings down Chayvo Shibrishu. So, Mutar Lotsudan, you're allowed to trap them, right? Mutter. Okay. As long as they haven't rebelled and run away. But, also the Tavsa, right? So if they are, if they're Mordu, so you can't even be, to trap them in a Chatzar Godol, that's a, that's a Tzayi de but you can't even do a say the Dirabonon in that case. Okay? So what's Pshat in the Mechaber? The Mishnah says Pater. So the Mechaber understands, which is a Chiddush, that when the Gemara says back on Daf Gimel Amad Aleph, Shmuel's din, Kol Pturi Dishabas Pater, Chutz Mi Tzedos Tzvi V'Tzedos Nachash, Umapis Morso, that Tzedos Tzvi V'Tzedos Nachash doesn't only mean specifically the case of Tzedos Tzvi 
of sitting in the door, etc. But it means these cases in Mishnah here that are built around Seidus Tzvi. Right? That, that's how he understands the, the Mishnah to be. In other words, it's one Mishnah after another. Right? Mishnah, the last Mishnah in the uh, in Perika Oreg is Yoshev Echel Al-Pasav etc. Right? And then the next Mishnah has this din of Tzad Chayev Of Shebrishuso Potter. So basically, Yosef understands that Potter is going on both, and the Klal of Shmuel that coped to the Shabbos Potter of Alosser, Chutzmihani Tlas de Potter Mutter, is going on this as well. It's a very novel read of the base Yosef. It's in the mash from the don't the Gemaras seem to learn that it's only the Omdin is Mutter. So isn't that a similar case? And maybe so, the mutter, right, it is, right? But nitzodim omdim mutter, pashtos is, it means it's mom is trapped, right? If I have it in a cage already, and I confine it to a smaller cage, but it's already b'shliachas in that cage, I can grab it in one hand, so there's no more tzedo when it's already nitzod. That the mechaber is mechadesh, that this that's b'shuso is considered nitzod, and the problem is that, again, the pashtos of the Gemara is that, and the Mishnah is that it's Potter Avo Aser, and that's the Ramal, right? The Ramal says, Hagal, Some say that it's Aser, Potter, but if you did so, then Potter, and he cites that goes Alfasi with Epsach Halacha. Now, that would seem to indicate. I, I, I didn't see it there, I just finished Alfasi. Awesome. I have a new one. Whatever. No, okay. That would seem to indicate that it is Osir. He says that it is scorpions. We, we paskin like Ramah, right? We paskin like the Ramah, which would say that trapping your animals is Osir. Osir mita Now, that's huge, because as I said before, pet ownership on Shabbos is going to involve... Oh, watch out with the swarm stuck here. Pet ownership on Shabbos can involve... Almost in every single Shabbos, let's say the Shabbos. I mean, if you're leaving for shul and your dog is upstairs in the bedroom and you open the door, so you could argue it's not free and then it's not seder when you shut the door. But if, if you're leaving and the dog wants to go out and you try to cl- close the door on the dog or on the cat, it's seder. If you have a bird that flies around the, uh, the room and the bird flies around the room and you put it back in the cage, it's seder. If you have a rabbit that sits in a cage and you put the rabbit back in the cage, that's right? Your hamster, all your your standard pet shilos, lechora, are machlokas mechaber rama. Mechaber would say, fine, there's no tzeda. The rama would say, yes, there is, and the rama would say that it's also me the rabbanon. So it could be taka based on this rama. That's why it's very uncommon in the from world for people to have these pets, because you run into major. Say the Shilos. Are, are you talking about when the animal ran out of the house? Are you talking about closing and opening the door? Yeah, both. The animal ran out of the house, or the animal didn't run out of the house. It's one thing you have to be done, the animal ran out of the house, when's it called Mardu, right? At what point is it called Mardu that now it's already a problem with Satan possibly with the Orisa, right? But let's say it's not even to get there Mardu. Okay, so that's when the Machabra and differ, right? And if I have the dog wants to get out and I say, no, you can't, so if I have it on a leash, Right? In other words, I could, I could avoid the problem. My dog could be in the house. It's needs it already. I could put it on a leash or tie it up. It's already needs it, so it's not a problem of further tzedah, right? Then I could open the door, then close the door, then remove the leash. So then, that's fine. That's, that's no problem of tzedah because I made sure it was needs the entire time. 
it never became free. Good. But that's not Benimza. What's Benimza is that you're going out to Shul, and the dog is sticking its head between the door and, and panting, you know, that tongue is wagging there, right? And you're closing the door on it. You're, honey, can you get the dog back in? Right? And then, that's Tzedah. Right? Midi Rabbanon, not Midi Raisa, but it's Tzedah, according to Ramah. It's also assuming that a person's house is small enough that if it was a rebellious dog, whatever, that hadn't grown up with people, that it would still be trapped. Yeah, yeah, you can get it for Shniachas. I always, I always say half jokingly that you got to stay in good shape just so that you can be avoid the, the malach of Tzedan Shabbos because your shliachas and someone else's shliachas are very different, right? If you're in good cardiovascular shapes, your shliachas could be a, a good half hour run as opposed to you know twenty seconds. So, so also letting a dog loose is also not the safest thing. It's not the safest thing. No, I'm saying I could bite someone. I could, I could do someone. Yeah, saying right. could do something so, okay, so it could be there could be there's a prop there, there's a time we might argue that you can trap the dog because it might bite someone you pet rabbit right okay bye bye bunny right so the Shulchan points out that the the Ramaz position seems untenable, and the Mechaber seems to have a very clear raya that, in fact, trapping animals in your rishos is motor. And it's a Gemara on Kuf Chof Ches Amadez. The Archa Shulchan points out the Suge Kuf Chof Ches Amadez. Gemara brings down there the following. It's a Mishnah, actually. Mishnah on Kuf Chof Ches Amadez. Kofan is a self It's a Mukta issue, but it gives you other issues. You know, every Mukta issue touches on other Shilohs. You can take a basket and put it in front of the chicks, they shall be here, do. Tanagola shebborcha, dochano sa'ad shetikanes. A tanagolas that ran away, so you're allowed to medodin osa. So medodin osa, right, is you're allowed to push it, not pick it up, but you can push it in order to get it to, uh, or push it rather to get it back into place. Similarly, medodin agol misiachin, you can be medad, uh, you can push and maneuver agolim and siyachim bitzavoro ubitstadim, right? You're not picking it up, but you're pushing it so it'll go back inside. So says the Rachashulchan, what are you talking about? The Ramah, you just told me in Shin Tezayin that the halacha is that the uh, the behema chayav of shibreshuso hatzavin pater pater avalaser. Mission here is telling me I got a chicken that ran away. No problem. So you can push it back to its place. Push it back to its place. What happened to Tzedah? What happened to Tzedah? That's, that's Mamish Tzod. Right? So Chorah, the Mechaber, has a very strong raya to his position. Very strong raya. In fact, so strong, the Shiloh was shot in the Ramal. Had it the Ramal missed this halacha, that Midodin Agolom V'siyachim in Targol Shebarcha, Dokon Asachi Dikonis. Offers the following very, very simple idea. He says, He says, Inyun Seidolo Shayach Klal, the Behemos for Ophos Biases, Hammer Golan, Umi Atzman Nichnosos Lekluven, right? He says, Seita doesn't apply at all, not in the Machab, not in the Ramos position at all, if you have domesticated animals like birds or animals that 
on their own would go back to their place, right? Your bird's going to fly back to its cage when it wants to eat. It's going to go back and spend the night in its cage with a little cover on it and so cute, right? Your bunny rabbit's going to go back to his little cage afterwards as well, right? He says, If you call them or you encourage them, they go back to their place without, without a fight. That's not saved at all, right? The Mechaber in Ramah, their Machlokas, is They're still in training. They're not yet conditioned to go back to their home and go back and stay there. Right? They need some Ishtadlus to get them back to their cage or their, their enclosure, right? You'd have to, like, block something in front of them. You'd have to make sure that they go. So in that case, right? That's where the Machlokas comes in. The Chayot, the Orach HaShokhan is telling you the following. There really are three Gidarim and animals, not two. It's not shot that there's either the Chayav Ov Shibreshuso, and Chayav Ov is not Breshuso. There's Chayav Ov not Breshuso. There's Chayav Ov Breshuso, and there's Chayav Ov in training. Right? So Chayav Ov not Breshuso, Tzaldon, if it's been Nitzud, Chayav. Chayav Ov Shibreshuso, where they will go back, if you just call them, or you give them the food, they'll go back in. So then you're allowed to bring the Alakara, the Arach HaShokhan is Maskim, that doesn't mean you can only call them, because the Mishnah he's talking about, the Mishnah he's citing, is a Mishnah where you're pushing or shoving them as long as you're not picking them up, and you're driving them to go back in. That's fine. Then you have those that are not yet there. In other words, yes, you're, in, you're trained, you're conditioning them to go back with Kluvan. And if you want to get them so you'll block the way here, and you'll block the way there, and you'll push them there, and then they'll come back in. Those are the ones that the Mechaber says that mutter, and the Ramal says, Pot But the Orch HaSholchan's Geder... Why is the Mechaber saying Mutter in that case? So the Mechaber is saying, even in that case already, it's enough Shepher Shuso. He's not basing it then on this sugya on Kuf Chavches. In other words, what I said before, the Mechaber is a fair Shariah Kuf Chavches. No, no, no. Not. Right? Because Kuf Chavches is even according to the Ramal. The Mechaber is saying, that's already enough that it's on the way to being conditioned to be Rishu, so it's no longer considered to be free, and it's needs to. The Ramal says, no, that Aruch HaSholchan is very important. It's a, it's a big limud schus, and, you know, it may or may not be a svara in, in practice. Uh, the Rashiva once told me many years ago, he, his kids had a rabbit that ran off on a, uh, on a, I think it was a Shabbos, and he relied on the Aruch HaSholchan to encourage the rabbit to make its way back. Right? The rabbit. It ran off because it's a, it's a rabbit, right? And, but it wants to be back in its cage and it wants to be eating its carrots and it wants to be, you know, wants to be pulled out of a hat by Rebbe Leo when the, uh, when the time comes, right? So th- this, this rabbit is, is already a Nitzud Gomor based on the Yerach I will end with a question for you to think about on Seda, which maybe we will come to back to, maybe we will not come back to, and that is the following very, very simple question, but it's a very complicated question. And that is, is there a tzeda problem in trapping a person on Shabbos? And specifically, it's very Nogela Maisa. If you are a Jewish police force in a Jewish state, for example, 
can you arrest a suspect on Shabbos? Or is that Tzedah? Are you allowed to arrest? So forget about the Shabbos. Can you trap someone in the closet on Shabbos? Or can you, you know, lock your kid in his room on Shabbos? The Shiva did share once many years ago, but his father wanted to send him to his room on Shabbos, but he was chayish for Tzedah, so he didn't send him to his room. The Shiva himself said he deserved it. <laughs> you know, but is there, is there a Tzedah problem sending a child to his room? Or more importantly, is there a Tzedah problem in arresting somebody on a, on a Shabbos? Uh, you know, Lu Yitzur, uh, uh, the rules of Muhammad are different on Shabbos. There was not a Muhammad reason, but let's say the Israeli army could avoid it, but they wanted to bring back Hamas captives on Shabbos. Is there a problem of Tzedah? Need a heter of Ad Ridita, Shas Muhammad, or Heter Pikoch Nefesh, or Stam? Is there Tzedah by Bnei Adam? Something to, uh, to think about. Okay. Shintez Zayin. Uh, it starts in Sifkat and Lama Gimel, the punchlines of Lama Vav.